from the big screen to the small screen and everything in between. This is the Screeners Podcast, where all media is appreciated, but none is safe. Hey guys, and welcome back to the Screeners Podcast. My name is Chris. This is Chad. I'm Melody. I'm Josh. And we're back again to talk all things media. Listen, guys, if you're listening to us, we want to hear from you. Yes, you, the guy driving his car right now, listening to us on his cell phone. We want to hear from you. So please let us know what you think about our show. If there's any anything we're not covering or something you uh, really like that we're covering and, and you want to tell us how great of a job that we're doing, let us know. Uh, send us an email. Leave us a comment on our Facebook page. Any way that you can think of to contact us is probably a way of doing that. So send us an email, screenerscast at gmail.com. We want to hear from you. Guys, before we get started, I wanted to take a quick moment and just uh, acknowledge the fact uh, that Leonard Nimoy passed away this past week. And um, definitely, he was a huge influence on me and my childhood. And even the this, this stuff that he's been doing or had been doing lately had been really, really some some really great things. And so I'm definitely personally going to miss uh, Leonard Nimoy. He inspired me in many different ways. I loved his acting, just the way he seemed to infuse life into everything he did. Even though he played a Vulcan, he, he taught so many people about humanity and how to treat others well and how to live long and, and prosper. Spock! Ship! Out of danger. Yes. Don't grieve him, Admiral. Just logical. The needs of the many outweigh the needs of the few. Or the one. sir and definitely we are, are saddened by your your passing but we are grateful for for the life that you lived and the, and the things that you taught us you're listening to the screeners podcast 
All right. Well, before we get into our movie reviews for this episode, we have to at least briefly discuss the Oscars. Wanted to hear from you guys kind of what you thought about the actual program. So let's talk a little bit uh, about the show in general and um, how Neil Patrick Harris did as the host. Josh, what did you think of the 87th annual Academy Awards? I don't know. I will say that to my credit or discredit, I did watch the whole thing. So there's that. Wow. I, I don't know what you say about the, the Oscars. <laughs> Wait a minute. Figure. I'm yeah. sorry. He doesn't I'm go sorry. to movies, but he watches four-hour <laughs> award shows. Holy cow. Oh, I want to see no, he, what he other watches... people think about the movies. I, I don't I don't go see them, but I'm interested in opinion for its own sake. And popularity wow. contests are just my thing, if you can't tell. No. So <laughs> I love politics. Popular. I love popularity contests. It's just... It's my bag. And you probably watch it for the fashion, too. That, too. I, <laughs> oh, the I am... red carpet. So, anyways, yes, I watch the show, but what do you say about the Oscars every year? It's a bunch of rich people giving other rich people awards, and some of them might have deserved it, and some of them might have gotten snubbed for purely political reasons, and it's the same thing every year. And yet uh, you watched it. And yet I watched it, because every once in a while, the hosts are good. Ricky Gervais was a good host. Neil Patrick Harris had a good opening, and then was terrible. It was just this train wreck of narcissism and not funniness. And well, that's a bummer. I thought so Neil Patrick was, Harris was a, was, was a cool guy. I, I'm surprised that he... Well, he's, a, he's a Broadway guy at heart, and so the opening number was this big musical, and it was fine. Part of it was funny, and he sings well and does a good Broadway-style performance. But outside of that, when he's trying to be funny, he just wasn't. Like, yeah. anyways, so yeah. those are that's my general opinion. Yeah, and I have and Ricky Gervais hasn't hosted the Oscars, just the Golden Globes. Was it the Golden Globes? Ah, darn it! So the Oscars <laughs> has always been terrible. <laughs> <laughs> They've never had a good host. No, Steve Martin. There have been Steve some Martin great hosts. There the have years. been Billy yeah. Crystal. Great. Yeah. Exactly. Billy Crystal. Yeah. yeah, he had his moment. This was this was the first year where I. Because I love, I understand these award shows are ridiculous and superfluous and they have no merit. Uh, but as entertainment, typically for me, I am at least entertained. And, but this was the first year where about an hour and a half in, it just, I was really bored. I mean, it was really felt boring and long and not very entertaining. And, I, and Josh is 100%. One of the highlights of my year is anytime there's an award show is watching Josh's live Facebook updates and tweets about the the show. And it's the only he, and time this, he's ever active. That's true. And this year was I knew it was a bad year because he had almost nothing to say about it. I mean, maybe a few <laughs> things. And usually he's got he can find snark under every rock. So it was just it was just really really boring. I agree with him though that the opening number for Neil Patrick Harris I thought was gr- excellent and the the Jack Black interlude that just lampooned Hollywood in the current state of blockbusters, I thought was right on point. And then from that moment on, it was really rough. I, I, I thought his first joke about uh, Oscars where we honor our best and whitest was awesome and hilarious. And so then I thought, well, here we go. And then it was terrible. He was just mm. not funny, not funny at all. So that's it. I mean, I, there's some snubs, obviously, but I don't really think they're not worth talking about. I definitely don't think Birdman's the best picture of the year, but, you know, who wants to really get into all that? It was kind of disappointing. Well, I will agree with you on the Birdman bit. I didn't watch the Oscars at all, but, um, yeah, I was a bit disappointed Birdman. with the Best Picture winner, for sure. Yeah. Did you Did you see it? Yes. We did. Sort oh, really? of. You guys went ahead and watched I it. I tried sort to of. toothpick my eyes open. 
Chris. <laughs> oh, come on now. It's not it's not bad. It just no, wasn't it's not. the best picture of the year. Josh, no, wait, Chris, did you make it all the way through Birdman? <laughs> I did actually, yes. I you Good know, I you. quite I quite loved the aesthetic. The idea that this film is ostensibly shot in one fluid, you know, mm-hmm. um, steady cam shot, which was which was amazing. It was sure, really it great. Was. And my creative juices were flowing the entire time. Like, man, how did they do that? And so honestly, as a filmmaker, I was more caught up about how they did it and was impressed by that sure. than I really was the the actual story and I don't know, I felt a lot of the acting was was just that, was acting. It was very much you know, it's supposed to be talking about a, a stage play and all that. We don't want to do a review of Birdman, but yeah. for me, it was just sure about that. I don't know. <laughs> it's definitely it's definitely that. one of those where the it felt like the the components didn't coalesce into a yeah. a, 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 a good whole. I, I really I thought that Edward Norton was fantastic for sure, yeah, yeah. and I thought the performances were great, but it just wasn't uh, it just didn't come together. But I'm, it wasn't I'm, best I'm, picture. No, There's no way. It was best no. picture. No. But Hollywood strange. awarded a movie about. You know the making of, you know, <laughs> right. film right. and all. So that cinematography and all that, it no doubt about it. No doubt about it. It awarded an artistic movie about magic realism. We should be applauding them for not awarding another Crash. Crash. Why do you no, always you bring up Crash as your go-to? About crash. It's always his go-to. It's like I will never not ago. be mad about Crash. True story. Oh well. Oh well. Let it go. All right, All right. Well, that's. Do we have anything more to say about the Oscars, uh, gentlemen? How to Train Your Dragon should have won instead of Big Hero Six. Yeah. What's up with that? Uh, but what oh, say Big Hero Six about... was spectacular. Come and on, Lego guys. Movie was not in there at all. Yeah. That's yeah. just crazy. now that was actually a highlight for me. I I did not watch the Oscars, but I did watch the Oscar highlights. So for me, the Oscar show was fantastic because I just watched the best bits on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, the um, best song performance and the best song performance was everything is awesome and that was funny. It was great to see the Lonely Island perform with you know the the composer and it was that was just a mishmash fun bit that. That seemed like a, a blast. It so. was, but oh, I'll tell good. you, the, and I didn't expect it, but the song that actually won Best Picture, or excuse me, Best Song from, from Selma, the Glory song, yeah. the live performance of that was really wonderful. That was also it was good. really great. So that was, if I you didn't. haven't seen that, you should definitely watch it. It's, it was great. I didn't, and I will. Yeah. All right. Well, there you have the Oscars. I've never met a tailor before, but I know you ain't one. Come with me. What do you see? I see a young man with potential. Pull the hook on your left. Oh, yes. Very nice. What does this do? Electrocute you. Don't be ridiculous. It's a hand grenade. Shut up. That is sick. We are an independent international intelligence agency. Operating at the highest level of discretion. The Kingsman agents are the new knights. I have trouble understanding you people sometimes. You all talk so funny. And what about him? What makes him so special? Put it back. The IMDb description for the Kingsman, Kingsman the Secret Service, is... A spy organization recruits an unrefined but promising street kid into the agency's ultra-competitive training program just as a global threat emerges from a twisted tech genius. (laughs) Sounds (laughs) wonderful already. Unfortunately, I did not see it. 
So <laughs> what? <laughs> yes, I'll give that time to sink in. Overall impressions of the movie will be short because I don't have my traditional soliloquy. I'm used to fully reviewing every movie we, we talk about. So we'll start with Chad. What did you think of Kingsman? Amazing. Amazing. This is one of those <laughs> movies where I knew I was going to see it because Matthew Vaughn yes. is a director that I very much enjoy. And so whatever. And he didn't do the follow-up to X-Men First Class specifically so that he could do this. And so I was intrigued by the idea that he would leave that franchise to do something like this. So, But I still went in with no expectations. The trailers seemed interesting, but I didn't know. And about 15, 20 minutes into this movie, <laughs> I, w- I realized that I was in love. It was love at first sight. <laughs> I loved everything about this movie. I mean, I love the way it looks. I love the way it was shot. It is irreverent. It has over-the-top violence. It is hilarious. It is offensive. It's everything that I love. It's great. I I love this movie. It's like Bond mixed with Austin Powers, mixed with, I don't even know. I don't even know. <laughs> Just the style. It's oozing with style. It's an enormous amount of fun. So my, my general thoughts were just, I, I want more in this world. I'm ready for a sequel. It's I loved it. Absolutely hey, loved it. Amen. All right. Well, that was a terribly depressing review of how awful the movie was. Melody, what did you think? <laughs> well, I quite enjoyed this movie. I can't say I, I'm quite as in love with it as you Chad it. is. You love it. But I enjoyed it very much. I I think I had I had forgotten about it. I had seen the trailers, but it had been a while and I had forgotten what it was. So when we were on the way to see it, I was trying to like remember what it was and I, I guess I was expecting something more serious. So I was a little bit taken off guard by how just fun and silly it was. But I loved it. I think Colin Firth was exceptional in this film. Like he just seemed like he was just having a great time. Like he's just having fun being this spy character and it was just really great. Samuel L. Jackson was was pretty awesome. I mean, he definitely had a caricature to play, <laughs> but but he played it he for played sure. It. He owned yeah. it. Yeah, oh, and oh my gosh, um, he did. it's just it's you know it's kind of like a spoof of the Bond franchise. I actually like that Austin Powers idea that you put in there, Chad. That is kind of a good comparison. But it, it's like a spoof of Bond, and I think overall, like it's just wild madness and mayhem on the screen. I think mm-hmm. there are a few times where it got a little bit too serious for me. And I was like, what's happening right now? Why why did we go all serious? But then it got away from that, and it was back to the fun and silliness and uh, ridiculous amounts of violence. But oh, yeah. somehow the the violence in this film is not, like, super disturbing because you're they just, like... Blood. Yeah, well, and you, you're just kind of in this world. You just, like, commit to this world of of silly gadgets and crazy weapons and whatever and... The violence isn't so bad. So I'm sure Chris wants to talk, so I'll stop. Uh, guys, yes, uh, you know what? I'll, let me just say this much. This is, this will be in like my top four <laughs> movies, you, maybe top three yes. movies. You loved it. Year. I knew it. So I need to go I see it. it. It was I mean, literally, I love I the Roger it. Moore Bond films. Oh, guys, this was so good. <laughs> like the last thir- like 25 minutes of this oh, yeah. movie, oh, yeah. I was... I, my, I was biggest grin, like hands in the air, like <laughs> oh, it was so good. Hands was, in the air. Yes, like this was, was in his church. He was <laughs> in his church. Raise him. Now there is a church scene in this movie oh. that I was doing that with as well. I don't want to give too much away about this film. Let me just say this: if you enjoy exceptional crazy violence, 
a film oozing with style. You love the spy genre. Oh man, this movie is going to be for you. I don't know if I'd call this a spoof so much as it is. It knows its audience and it just right. plays to its yeah. audience. It's a respectful is, homage. Man, yeah, I mean, it's, it's 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 as if the Roger Moore era Bond film, if you just transplanted the feel of those to 2015. Um, just the, the the ridiculousness of the bad guy, what he's going to do, how he's going to do it, but then put on all of the the knowledge and, and kind of turn a few of those things on its ear so that, I mean, there's even a point in the movie, and I won't give it away, where somebody says, you know, you're expecting something to happen right now, but that's not going to happen. And then, you know, the unthinkable happens, and you're like, holy cow, this movie is taking it there. All the way. It's not mm-hmm. throwing punches. This movie is going to take it all the way. It goes all the uh, way. It does. <laughs> it, it's crazy. I love it. I love it. It's Sorry. wonderful. And the thing is, too, is that this is a hard R. It's a hard R, yeah. and there is almost... No blood. The fight choreography in this movie so good. is some of the best I've ever seen. And the specific the specific scene you talked about, Chris, without going too deep into it, Into the Church. Yes. That is an extended, I'm just guessing here, while like six, seven minutes long. And I, I was, the entire thing, I think my mouth was open and I was staring yeah. like, I can't believe I'm seeing this. I can't believe I'm seeing this. But it see, was the unbelievable. The great thing about that is, is that you have no idea what's going on. Oh, right. You Absolutely don't know right. why, you don't know why things are happening at that moment and it's and so it's you're seeing this and you're just thinking to yourself this is the craziest thing i've ever seen on the screen i don't know why it's happening why is this going on explain and they explain it it's just it's really brilliant filmmaking and it, it doesn't it's not stupid like that's why i don't think it's right. parody it's it's not stupid it does things that are silly but it doesn't go into that like wow this movie was dumb when you walk out of it you think boy that was pretty clever you know what i mean like right. I, I really quite enjoyed for the world that it was building it does a really good job of sticking to its guns and turning it up to 11 so i love true it. story and you know this is an adult an adult movie no doubt. you can't recommend oh. it to to kids or whatever but please if don't you take can children see, see this, this movie you should see it it's so good i'm gonna it's it's a day one purchase on blu-ray for me it's so oh, good i can't i, I want to so see good. the behind the scenes stuff <laughs> i want to see the fight choreography and like the writing pro- i want to know everything about yeah. this movie like this movie is so it's it's I, I haven't been this effusive about a movie than I can I don't even know it's like yeah I love I'm it. telling you it's I'm gonna be in my, it. it's gonna be in my top you know five maybe in top three movies of the year I can already tell you I just right. I, I loved it loved it and so with that let's move on to Chappie Johannesburg South Africa became the focus of the world with the planet's first artificial intelligence you are Chappie Chappie good yes it's like a child it has to learn. My main interest is to protect and to serve. The problem with artificial intelligence is it's way too unpredictable. Anything you want to do in your life, you can do. If he wants to paint. The possibilities that he could offer us, there's no limit. We program that robot to fight for us. We'll use him to make some money. We're going to make you cool and tough. Look at Daddy Walks. Look how cool he is. You need to keep a gangster. You need to keep a gangster. No, I can't shoot people. Chappie, no crimes. Don't worry, Chappie. We're not going to hurt anyone. We're just going to go get some money. This robot, he's got to be removed. You can't do this. He's special. Destroy that robot. Burn it to ash. Let's go. There's something of great danger headed our way now. You think you're real? It's a bunch of wires, man. I don't want to die. I want to live. 
All the way back in 2009, first-time feature director Neil Blomkamp broke onto the scene with District 9, an exciting, visually arresting action sci-fi thriller that really did a great job of melding character and action and just a, a formative debut that foretold great things for this new director. And then came Elysium, the top of my personal disappointment and universally panned here on the screeners. Fast forward to 2015 and Blomkamp's third feature, Chappie. The IMDb description says, In the near future, crime is patrolled by an oppressive mechanized police force. When one police droid, Chappie, is stolen and given new programming, he becomes the first robot with the ability to think and feel for himself. So the question that I have for us here tonight at the screeners is this. Is Chappie a return to District 9 form? Is it down in the depths with Elysium, or is it something in between? I would happily like to announce that Josh actually saw this movie. Let's give Yay! him a big hand. <laughs> a full discussion will ensue. So, Chris, what did you think about Chappie? Well, I just saw this this afternoon, just a few hours ago, and I have to say I'm still processing. Normally, we see a film and then we talk about it days afterwards, and I've had time to digest the film and think about um, all its bits and pieces and directing and acting and visual effects and all that. And So right now, you're going to be getting the... Just the, the, the raw reaction from me. Chris Uncensored. Chris Uncensored. <laughs> Ditto the for me. unfiltered, not a whole lot of thought gone into the, uh, the review of this. So many jokes. So many jokes. <laughs> right. I'm holding back. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Um, you're getting me unfiltered, okay? High, highly caffeinated Chris Farrell. Um, so here's, here's my thoughts. Um, the, the bits and pieces of Chappie that I enjoyed the most um, were very few, far between <laughs> uh, parts that tried to make an actual comment on how we learn as a, as a human species, the, the sci-fi-ness sci of what the story possibly could be, being able to see through Chappie's eyes, what consciousness is, what it means to be alive. All those themes are really exciting. And I feel like, boy, there was a good movie to be had here. But a lot of the the acting, oh man, it just it 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 kept it from being, for me, something that could actually work. Specifically the early on we meet a group of criminals and we're following them for most of the film, they're the main characters besides Chappie and the, the lead engineer uh, character. And those criminals are, are just not great actors, and I couldn't ever buy into them, and they just seemed a little too cartoony. Um, and I don't know. There are just so many bits and pieces that seem to be in, in different films for me. We had the sci-fi stuff, we had some cartoony things and then some extreme violence thrown in at the very end that was just really crazy and out of place. And I don't know what I thought of this film. Honestly, I just think it was a mess, to be honest with you, a missed opportunity and something that I wish, you know, that they could have focused their effort a little bit on and given us something a little bit more tuned in and sharpened rather than this kind of just, I don't know, blood instrument beating you over their head with this idea that, what consciousness is, what it isn't, and and then the ending we can talk about later was kind of really just I don't know it it went to places that 
I did not overall enjoy this film. Okay. Um, All right. That is Chris Uncensored. All right. Josh, what about you? What were your general thoughts about Chappie before we um, hear from Melody and move into uh, spoilers a little bit later? Well, just for a second here, I'm sorry to go slightly off topic, but this is related because it happened in the theater when I was um, sitting down to watch Chappie. If you haven't seen the theatrical trailer for Furious 7, you just need to go watch that because every line, every line in that trailer is a laugh line. It is, it is unbelievably <laughs> really? entertaining. They so, didn't show that in front of our, our screen. Yeah, really? we didn't have that today. No. No. They did. Well, they it did is hilarious and you need to watch it. Okay, back to Chappie. That's the last time anybody will say you need to watch it in <laughs> Furious 7 in the same sentence. Go ahead. Right? Although Chris that loves them. Absolutely so, true. Sorry. I do. I uh, so does my <laughs> wife and let's not even go there. Um, <clears throat> so Chappie... I just before we. I'm sorry. Wait a minute. Me and oh wait. Ain't your wife enjoys the Furious movies, Fast and Furious movies? I, I don't want to misquote her on this. Is this but, a true story? But I oh think my gosh! This, this true story. Wow. This this falls into her. I don't know. It's just a fun, stupid thing. Yeah. Well, of course they. Are. I don't. I don't understand this side of her. This I've is your never... wife, the college professor that likes yes. this movie. I can't believe yes. it. I can't believe it. I love it. You should talk I, to her about it sometime. I, you talk know, to her about Paul Walker. Listen, I already, I already love Amy, but now I have so much more respect for her. <laughs> I, I think respect wow, is the wrong way to go. Wow, that is that. not the word I would that use. Not what you'd expect when someone tells you they like Fast and Furious. Movies. I'm sorry, but it's an, it's, it's, it is a, it's a fun guilty pleasure. Come on, come All on, right, Chris. You're, come on. Sh- pause on Chris. Josh, what did you think about Chaps? <laughs> All right, so right as we were sitting down to uh, when we were moving from Kingsman into this, someone mentioned Rotten Tomatoes, and I got on Rotten Tomatoes, and I don't want to spoil the score for anyone, but it's on the internet for everyone to see. So Chappie has a 29 on Rotten Tomatoes. <laughs> yep. 29. And that just that makes me a little sad inside because like Chris, I just saw this. Um, I saw the 420 showing. We're recording. It's a little after 10. So I just saw it six hours ago. So my same kind of immediate reaction. And it's uh, there's a little bit of what Chris said in my opinion of the movie. It had shortcomings. It had unevenness. And there were problems with it. But at its heart, I think it has great potential as a story. There were times when that potential wasn't realized and we had, we had lip service to an, another genre entirely. But I still want to like this movie. There, <laughs> there, are about, there are two or three themes running throughout. Well, okay. So one of those themes only happens in about the space of five minutes. Right. But there are two or three themes that I really enjoyed in the movie. And mm-hmm. as, a, as a parent of a young child were interesting and at the same time hard to watch for me. And we can get into, get into this later. But it was, I think it's the second movie he's co-written with his wife, who's a, who's a developmental psychologist and I think studied one or two other things. And you, you can really see her bits of influence in this movie. And I think it's worth watching. Call me, call me crazy. But I, I still think there's, there's enough heart to it to, I don't want to say overlook the unevenness because there were, some, there were some serious issues with it. But I still think you should see it and decide for yourself. Wow, mm. so a rousing endorsement by Josh. The heart is the reason you should go see it. Words no. never expected to come well. out of Josh's mouth. 
It's it's the father it's, and John. It's more the, the father break. thing. That's it. You have yeah, a baby, it changes everything. Yeah, it does. No, hey, hang on. I mean, I, I agree with what you're saying, Josh, and I want to have a discussion about it after we hear yeah. from Chad. Yeah, yeah, we'll dig down when we get into spoilers. So, uh, so let's do the good and the bad for me. I'll give you my quick general thoughts. The good, th- this movie was made on a production budget of $49 million. No. It looks like a $200 million movie. Was it really? Yes, it was. It looks fantastic. Agreed. The robots look awesome at no time i mean obviously there are a couple times where you you can tell that it's cgi but chappie feels like a very real character like he's a part of the world a part of the story charlotte copley i thought did a great job bringing that character to life mm-hmm. the first 15 20 minutes of this movie i was really really invested to the point that i thought okay good kind of relax because josh is right terry Tatchell, I, ble- I believe, is um, married to Neil Blomkamp, and so they wrote District 9, and so that was kind of the, the holdout for hope that they would kind of bring this back. Action scenes are great. Neil Blomkamp is a visual master, in my opinion. His films look great. Even Elysium looks fantastic. He's wonderful with action. This is much, much better than Elysium, in my opinion, but this movie is terrible. In the last hour, it got, it literally becomes some, it, some of the dumbest stuff that I've ever seen in a movie. This was this was a movie where for me I was I was distracted, not so much as by by the dialogue and and quote unquote bad writing because I think the writing just in general was a lot stronger here than it was in Elysium, but I was dumbfounded by what characters did and why they did them, and the fourteen different directions that that this movie was pulled it is completely schizophrenic in the end the the tonal shifts are jarring and constant i mean there were literally probably a dozen times where i was like no person would do what that person just did no person would do what that person just did and it just became ridiculous the the cartooniness of the villain of Hugh Jackman's character it's over the top which was very much the problem with Jody Foster's character in his previous movies and so I have just I've come I've come to the opinion that Neil Blomkamp is needs to stop writing and needs to direct other people's material because not only that I these these movies all feel like kind of a retread of District 9, right? I mean they all kind of look similar, they all kind of explore you know similar themes. The difference in this one obviously is that the parental you know nature versus nurture kind of thing for Chappie because you do feel for for him, but. This was oh, just a yeah. this, this was just a movie where I wanted to like it and very much like I guess like you guys and I saw this movie uh, on Saturday so I've had a couple days I wanted to like it and when it was over I kind of had to talk to myself about did I like it but it just the last hour of the movie just was one dumb thing after another just such a, a basic and simplistic plot points on top of themes that had a lot of potential really interesting concept some of the thematic material that you guys have talked about was right there and this movie could have been in my opinion could have been wonderful but it was just pile upon pile of just dumb 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 things and it couldn't make up its mind what kind of movie it wanted to be so for me i just i wanted to love it and i and i just couldn't so melody (laughs) what did you think about chappie I think that I am probably more in Chad's camp than Josh's on this one. I also just saw it today. um, And I also really wanted to like it. And I had to think afterwards, like, all right, did I like this? And Chris and I had like an hour drive after the film. And 
we we decided not to talk about it at all. So it was just like riding in silence That's for weird. an hour. But um, uh, yeah, the more I think about it, the more disappointed I am in it because I I feel like I'm so disappointed because there was such potential for greatness in it, and there there are pieces of it where you're super invested in in at least the like the story of Chappie of that character. But most of the human characters in this film are just ridiculous. Um, the, the acting, Hugh Jackman was horrible. horrible. Sigourney Weaver was completely wasted. Like, I, I, I don't even know why she was in this film at all. Interestingly, I disagree with Chris on um, the Yolandi and Ninja characters. Uh, I actually thought they were the best acting in the film. But, um, really? well, because I, I just believed them as like, I just feel like these people like live in South Africa. Like they, they, they just like feel like they're South African gangsters to me. So I looked these guys up online and actually both characters, Yolandi and Ninja are playing themselves. Uh, those are their real names. They are from South Africa. They are in like a hip hop band there. So I, I'm proven, I'm, I'm proven accurate is basically what you're saying. You, you're right. They are not actors. They have never acted. Well, Ninja has acted in like one other movie. So, But anyways, I bought them for who they were. And I feel like I, I understand that Neil Blomkamp likes to use like Johannesburg and, and show like the plight of South Africa and, and tell the story of South Africa and tell whatever other stories he wants to tell. But I feel like, especially in his last couple movies, the agenda of the film takes such a higher precedence than the characters or the story that the the it, it just the, the movie dies and like his agenda just turns into something that's bashing people over the head instead of telling a story where people can connect with and thereby care about his agenda so i completely agree with chad like he needs to stop writing or someone needs to write with him that can rein him in because he has such potential but he just kind of way huge overkill and the what he's what he's overkilling is destroying what could be good in the story. So I I enjoyed the movie as I was watching it. I didn't hate it. I don't think it's like 29 on Rotten Tomatoes, although I might dislike it more if I keep thinking about it. But you will. <laughs> I know. I, but I enjoy like I enjoyed it during the movie. Like I was invested. I wanted to know what was going to happen next. I wasn't like, oh, when this when is this movie going to be over? But after it was over, <laughs> eh, you know. I wasn't I wasn't too excited about it. So that's probably enough for now. Any other any other comments before we go uh, go into spoilers? You people are such freaking downers. Yeah, no, I, I, hang on. <laughs> <It> says Josh. It's <laughs> today. No, opposite's I, day. You know, I, I, I didn't I I don't think I was I don't think I was trying to be down. I I really and I, I agree with I think what everybody was saying here is that there was a lot of potential specifically I, the the movie if it would have just been about Chappie's spent more time on his development at the very beginning that and would at have the been, end when they decided to do something completely different yeah the end is just a an action movie that doesn't make any sense and I I don't know it it just it I like Neil Blomkamp's action Chad I agree with you on that but I feel like I could have done with, without that agreed he does you know what I mean? It's the story beats that, yeah. that are absolutely inane in this movie. It just doesn't it's, make any it's sense. It's the dumb, simplistic plot points that are tacked on to a story unnecessarily to quote-unquote advance the story, and it has the opposite effect, in my and opinion. And I think, and, and that's the thing, like, for me, that's what was so disappointing, as I was like, man, this, this, 
this could be so good. I, I'm because yeah. there's a there, there's a scene in this movie when Chappie is left. Let's um, just move to spoilers. Yeah. Well, okay. All right. Fine. Let's move. Let's move to spoilers. So we can talk about. So before we get to spoilers, just give, just give our general thoughts one more time. Whether you think people should see it or not, uh, and if so, in the theater, Chris. No, not in the theater. I don't think you need to see it in the theater. But if you're a sci-fi fan and you've liked Neil Blomkamp's stuff, this is this is that. But it's just going to be disappointing. But yeah, see it, rent it. Um, but it's a rental. It's okay, Josh. Yeah. If you love Elysium, and <laughs> <laughs> said no one ever. <laughs> I'd see it and decide for yourself, but my eternal opinion is no movie. Well, I don't want to say no movie. Oh, Few movies are a must-see in the theater, and you don't really need... This would be one of them if it were an amazing movie, but it's pulled down by some things, and so I say you should see it and think about it, but yeah. you don't need to go to the theater. Don't think about it too much, though, because you yeah, don't Don't think yourself. too hard. <laughs> All right, <laughs> Melody, yourself. what about you? I mean, probably not. If you're a super serious sci-fi fan and you've seen lots of other movies that are in the theater and you want to go watch something that you can pick apart and analyze, then sure. But, uh, you know, probably not. Yeah, Go I'll, see Kingsman instead. Is yeah, that what definitely saying? see Kingsman oh, instead. Oh, for sure. <laughs> this, uh, this movie won the weekend. It is, it is in first place this weekend as we record tonight at about 10.30 Eastern time with a grand total of $13 million. So, uh. yeah. Now, worldwide, I think it's at about 26. But like we said, with a production budget of 49, it doesn't have too much far to go. But I don't think that it's going to be a financial success. But I would definitely say I am the opposite of Josh. I think that... Every movie is better in the theater. They're not a must, quote unquote, must see in the theater, but this one is one that is visually fantastic and is worth seeing in the theater. But if it's one of the, if, if it's a deal where you have just some need to see a movie and there's nothing showing, you could do worse than Chappie. Uh, if if it's a deal where you're trying to justify going, then just rent it because it's it's a terrible movie. <laughs> so, with that let's move into, I'm not sure I follow that it's argument terrible. But okay. it's so bad but it's beautiful it's like I don't even understand yeah, it no it's, I understand I, what you're saying Chad I'm completely mixed all, because it's all, so terrible we it's, all we all saw the great potential we all know Neil Blomkamp is obviously a good he's director. talented he's talented yeah. I mean we all you, understand that it's yeah. just this was unfortunate you cannot have your people do 19 dumb things in a row and I can't just stay I can't stay with Seriously. you I just can't stay with you but with that let's move into spoilers the first rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club well you look nervous is it the scars you want to know how I got them but there's so many places it would never occur to a hawk to hide However, the reason the Führers brought me off my Alps in Austria and placed me in French cow country today is because it does occur to me. Because I'm aware of what tremendous feats human beings are capable of once they abandon dignity. And in the dream, I knew that he was going on ahead. And he's fixing to make a fire somewhere out there in all that dark and all that cold. And I knew that whenever I got there, he'd be there. Then I woke up. All right, guys. So here we are in spoilers for Chappie. If you don't want to be spoiled anything, please stop listening and come back later after you've seen the movie. Uh, and I think, Josh, I think you've got uh, something you want to kick us off with here. Go ahead. Well, I, I don't know that it's too much of a spoiler. We'll start light on the spoiler factor. But I have a question to pose to everyone. 
So where do you suppose the gangsters got all their custom T-shirts? Do they like have a, a graphic, a print <laughs> shop on retainer like Leslie Nope in Parks and Rec or something? Because they had an awful you, lot they're of a hip -hop nice T-shirts. Hey, this, is, this is the future, man. Okay? <laughs> it's, you can it's one year print in the future. anything. No, it's a few years because they said that they started the police force and then this is like years. It was in a couple of years after that, right? Like okay, 2016. So three years. Yeah, it's like two 2017. Years, like. I'm saying Three years, man. A lot, lot of time. You, know, you, got th you got 3D printed stuff, flying mechs. Did you see a 3D printer in their brick hollowed out hovel? Dude, that 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 <laughs> they did have takes a He Man. So well, they had that. I know they had in that, and they had like 15 PS4s put together. I mean, well, who knows no, what they, they got had in that there, after they stole all the cars? Okay, now <laughs> no, we're I'm just saying. Numbers. I'm just saying. Yeah, we're. They in did have a PS4 cluster that Chappie learned the internet <laughs> yeah, from. Yeah, so. that's great. And it was I all want Sony the internet. That was my favorite thing is, is that it's a Sony film. So we got like Vio computers and PS4s and it was hilarious. Uh, it, was, it was a lot of fun. And Sony televisions and all that stuff. It was Genesis.dat. I didn't, I didn't really have a problem with the performances of the, of the two characters, Ninja and the, the, the lady. I don't know. Oh, her, but come on. No, I mean, I mean it didn't because the, the, the central function of their character is to be an idiot. Parents. They're supposed to be idiot gangsters right and so I, I could buy that what i couldn't buy was hugh jackman and sigourney yeah, weaver terrible. they were all terrible oh well, no here, here's awful, the problem awful. they were written terribly they were that's, not that they were terribly accurate. and that's right. my argument for the other guys too is that those were written the, 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 all of those peripheral characters were written badly and this is i should have said this in non-spoilers but i'll say it now dev patel is that how you pronounce his first That's, name yes yeah. mm -hmm. i love him he's great in the newsroom i just i like him i think he's a, a a good character i think he's probably the only good human actor in this movie and then i could have just watched him and chappy for 45 minutes um going back and forth and learning and sure. all that stuff and i would have preferred that film over what we sure. got and again, we're we're beating a dead horse. But the the problem that you had is that they weren't content to tell that story, so they right. had to right. layer on all the other. I mean, listen, in any real world situation, which they you know they set this up, even though it's sci-fi, as if this is only a few years in the future and it's a real world. If a guy in your office puts a gun in your face and pushes yeah. your head down on the thing, and oh by the Seriously? way, the guy that he does that to is the developer of the thing that keeps the company afloat. That it was, was just a joke. Just he was just joking. Happened. Settle down, guys. It was just Settle so down. Dumb. He was just joking. This movie was filled with dumb things. Like the, <laughs> the idea that the, the gangsters kidnap the developer and that, oh, we're about to kill you. They shoot and they miss. But I'll tell you what. You just go ahead and go back home. And then he comes back like two or three other times like everything's fine. They let him go. It's just the dumbest, yeah, I, I can't dumbest, even. dumbest things. <laughs> like if I was yeah, sitting around no. trying to come up with what is the least plausible plot point that I could come up with? It's like they said, yeah, and then they put eight of them in this movie. <laughs> it's so ridiculous. Yeah. No, and, 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 and Hugh Jackman, just to come back to him, his, any of his reasoning for what he's doing oh, yeah. is just literally he is now evil. Like, what you, you know what I mean? Like Destroying the whole city is not yeah. good enough motivation, killing thousands of people so that he can sell his robot? That's not good? Yeah, his That's one not a good motivation? His one okay. robot that is destroyed... But in any way, it, it just was really, that was silly. I was like, wow, really? That was his plan. His entire plan was to get back at the Dev Patel's character by destroying all of the robots, turning the city into chaos, and then hunting down Chappie. That's, 
That's yeah. his plan. I think you're That's right, it. though, Chris. I think the the story of Chappie and Dev Dev Patel's character, and then the idea of them trying to reconcile with this new consciousness against even the other existing police force. That story in and of itself oh, man, it would so be better. fantastic compared to this. But and him trying to prove that this is a good idea, and people like, no, this is you know what I mean? Like, sure. oh man, like the 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 philosophical questions you could have gotten into. And sure. I mean, come on, let's be well, honest. It makes but, us who we are, absolutely. Yeah, the the moment when they activate Chappie and the like that five minutes when they're trying to like get him to come out. Oh, I loved it. I was like, this is going to be really. This might be good. Like I can see because I'm actually buying that Chappie exists. That they're explaining how this AI is working. It's not the AI is turned on and all of a sudden it's God. It's it's got to learn from baby and grow older and understand language and that's why he has a South African South African accent and just all this great. Just like oh man, this really kind of makes sense. And they're 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 putting all these pieces together and then it just falls apart man i just it it's fall, so disappointing it, it doesn't just fall apart it goes 19 different directions and pulls yeah. itself apart yeah. yeah i agree but i i, th- I thought that the interaction of chappie with ninja and yolandi was equally as compelling as as the stuff with dev patel right. like Absolutely. especially with ninja when More when so. he's like being yeah, you totally. know the daddy thing and teaching him like the ways of what he's already promised not to do killing manipulating and doing, him Doing, doing the heist. terrible things and hurting him and then convincing him he's sorry and getting him to follow him again. Yeah. It was yeah. heart-wrenching. It, 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 it love- was heart-wrenching and you it makes you, you know, ponder your parenting <laughs> as a parent. So I <laughs> think, took well, I'll out take in the that back off. I taught him how to shoot guns as soon as I get home. <laughs> no, just the, the manipulation. You know what I mean, though. The, no, the way right. that, that they can yeah, be influenced yeah. like that. So. Yeah, but see, that even lead, that's not even another problem, though, with that movie is that, and not that not all movies have to do this, but everybody in this movie maybe saved Dev Patel is so terrible that there is nobody to pull for. There's nobody to empathize with. And the movie tries to get you to do that. Chappie, of course. But at the end, they try to make you pull for Ninja and Yolandi. They try to, they try to show you this arc that they've come back through, but they've not earned it. And are are you telling me that a movie tries to push redemption on you? Wow. That's a, that's a new one. Uh, Yeah. But but they usually have an arc. They have earned nothing. And that, but the movie still tries to give that to you. And it's just horrible. They earned it in that moment. Like you remember how, you remember how the guys in this is the end earned redemption. It happened in the same way. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. That's an apt comparison. You couldn't even even finish that sentence without laughing. (laughs) All right, so no, I, I I agree with you that I liked that interaction between him and Daddy and Mommy, but at the same time, it would have been better with better actors. I, I, again, it, again, it's just the theme. I totally am down for. Like, I want to see that movie, but, but done better. I just it, it, there's a lot that could be explored here sure. that just wasn't done well, well. Who wants to talk about the complicated theology? Oh man, I, well. I actually love that. I I really adored, and I wish they would have gotten into. Like, wish they would have spent more than two minutes on it. Yeah, it was really sad because that was opening it up. Like when he when he said, "I'm your maker," I was like, oh, "Okay, all right." So we're gonna we're gonna go. We're this is we're gonna layer theology on top of like parenting, and we're gonna see this kind of nice like no, that layer yeah. never paid off. It was so yeah. like come well. On. There were there were little glimmers of it, and then at the and then you had to decide how to interpret the end. Yeah, like, yeah. like is, of how fallible is God? How is he saving God in some way? And so I, I think that's interesting to take off in your own 
direction and think about yourself because the film didn't offer any sort of Josh. I honestly believe sort of resolution though, for it. I honestly believe though that was just a happy ending. Like that was a Hollywood ending. Like why don't we just have him transfer? Like it would have been uh, in uh, my no. It's a humans are horrible ending. Yeah, and if it's I had, an I hate humans ending. What it, are you talking about? No, no I know. I, and what I'm saying is, yeah. is that but, but but at least Dave Patel, Dave Patel is still alive. You know what I mean? Like it just it, it felt to me a little too. And so was Yolandi. I, th- I think I actually think Josh that the the filmmakers probably think that they actually did make some sort of commentary on that that very question. Although I don't think they did so, you know, successfully. Yeah, no. Um, yeah. They kind of leave you up to it's. All, it's kind of like you know, look at this for thirty seconds, and oh look, we're so deep, we're so profound. Think about it. Um, and explosion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, it's you know the entire last the entire last three or four minutes. It's just it's one of those right after another where it's just it feels it feels like it's layered on as part of a different movie. If you want to ask those kinds of questions, then put it into the give us something to actually you know consider. Uh, but it just it just didn't bit. do that. I thought it was super cool though how Hugh Jackman, who is not a cop by the way, just became a mass murderer and started ripping people apart at the end. That was <laughs> that was amazing. That was, you like I that? Don't, Action, don't guys. He, tore I, honestly, he threw his body I mean, up against the wall. He did. Wall. He totally did. Here's the deal. Like, I agree. Like, it didn't make any any sense at all. Like, that the, his character doing what he was doing and then being given carte blanche to just kind of go out and rip up the city by the, the, the corporation. There, there was no – it was just really like – Ugh, why? Was why? So here's here's one thing to consider uh, as we begin to wrap it up. It, it has been confirmed now that Neil Blomkamp is going to direct the next Alien movie, yeah. And Sigourney Weaver will be returning. And most exciting of all, I think, if you can be excited, is that it won't be his script. So that's number one. Yay. And number two, and I thought this was very very interesting. They are going to pretend that Alien Aliens three and four never happened. So it's going to be a sequel to Aliens, the second Wait, movie. <laughs> hang on, okay. So hang on, hang on, hang on. Alien Three, Alien Resurrection. Mm-hmm. Is that what it is? And also um, Predator versus Alien. No, no, no. no, no. no. The, the those are all off on their own little deals. But the the new movie from um, what was it called? Prometheus. Is that still in the Promethe- same? Prometheus is some is in the canon. Yes, but Prometheus okay. is is before the first Alien. What they're saying is that right. this sequel will pick up right after Aliens ended, and he is confirmed to direct. You have guys have any thoughts about that? Does that make you more interested, less interested? Yeah, no. I, I listen. I've I've wanted desperately to be able to see uh, Neil Blomkamp's Halo. Um, I desperately wanted to see that, and I'm hoping that this will be a good direction for him if he can get a good script. He's we've already seen like the actual uh, artistic renderings of what he had in mind a few years ago when he was tasked to do this job. So we already know kind of what we what he wants to do with it, and I think his imagination and the way he uses the camera and how, how he directs. Now, if it takes place in South Africa, I'm going to raise an, al- an eyebrow, <laughs> but uh, I think I think it'll I think he'll do a good job with it. He's a great director. He's a great think- visual storyteller. There's no doubt. Yeah. No doubt. Just keep him away from the script. All right. Anything else on Chappie? No, you people have killed my will to live. Good. That was the goal. <laughs> oh, well, I'm not saying, hey, Josh, it's okay if you like it. Uh, well, I came home and my like wife it. asked me, so what'd you think? And I, my and Josh said, well, it's no like, Furious 7. 
<laughs> the end. Sorry. I have to talk with Amy about this. This disturbs me greatly. I do too. I'm excited. I'm excited. Disturbs me too. Talk to her about that in The Bachelor and Big Brother. You what? Know, I can't oh, believe we're coming it. Up, we're coming it. up when Furious 7 comes out. No, we're not. Do it. Go see it. With, I'll, watch, yes. I'll watch the babies. Yes. Oh, my word. Sorry, what were you going to say? What, what was your response when she asked you? I don't you? remember anymore. <laughs> oh, I come said, on. I, I think I liked it. I was still thinking about it. I I took like five minutes outside the theater to tap out some notes for the show tonight, but it was mostly Sigourney Weaver was terrible. It had wasted potential. The last scene was totally unnecessary. Overall, it was still worth seeing. Yeah, I agree it is worth seeing. I agree with that wholeheartedly. Oh, that's right. Melody was the only one who said don't see it. Well, okay then. My faith in humanity is restored as meager as it was. It It has so much potential that I want to. It's like a. Yeah. It's like like Mulder's uh, poster. I want to believe, right? I want to. It's so dumb. There's everybody in this movie is is dumb. Everybody. Even Sigourney (laughs) Weaver. It's like the guy guy that has developed the billion dollar robot series that your company is selling comes he in and says, Hey, I, he's in a cubicle. And then he comes in and <laughs> yeah, he's like, Hey man, I have an amazing idea. That's going to change the world. And she's like, nah, go back to your cubicle. No, no. Really? And what were, I mean, come on. It's what did she say? She was like, you no. just asked the CEO of a, <laughs> what was it? <laughs> I arms. Deal. I don't even know. Bureaucratic red Weapons tape company. Oh my gosh. You it know how the insurance with those things works. To top it all off, when they think, when everyone thinks this guy's gone rogue and he's the one who's created this program that has made Chappie turn evil, this is a security company, right? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> none, none of his cards have expired. He can go anywhere he wants. They have no it's guards at the door. They have no guards. They have one gate that he busts through with his van. Yeah. It's unbelievable. What gates? Yeah, but the thing is, guys, is all that little flash drive, it only controls every robot. It's not a big deal, right? Over the air. It's unbelievable. See, don't start doing what I'm saying. The longer you think about this movie, the more you'll hate yourself for the record, and this you don't movie. Actually no. run files that end with dot dat. I'd just like to say that as a, as a program. <laughs> Maybe uh, in the future you do, Josh. This is at least two years true. in the future. The format has changed entirely, and it doesn't just mean data anymore. That's right. Yeah, okay. Don't think about it, guys. It's it's a it's a road to frustration. Well, that's going to wrap up our talk on Chappie. So yeah. everyone go have some ice cream. Everybody go uh, <laughs> go see it or not. You're listening to the Screeners podcast. All right, guys, thanks for listening to the Screeners Podcast this week. We really do love to hear from our listeners. So if you'd like to talk about something you heard on the show or if there's something you didn't hear that you wish you had, please get in touch with us. No matter how you're used to talking to people online, there really is a good chance that you can talk to us that way too. We're on Facebook at Screeners Podcast. You can tweet us at ScreenersCast. Send us an email at ScreenersCast at gmail.com or simply leave a comment at ScreenersPodcast.com. Com, where you can also read up on things that we mentioned in the episode and be able to read the awesome show notes that Josh does every single week for every episode. And as always, if you like what you hear, help us spread the word by leaving some love in an iTunes review. Thanks, guys. And that's a wrap. You've heard what the screeners had to say. Now you be the critic. Head over to screenerspodcast.com and let us know what you think. See you next time.